Good morning, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavor matter. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes, run shop competitions, cook for people for Pesach, Yontif, Shavuos. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear from my awesome guests, and this week is no exception, and hear about my kosher food traveling and sharing of great recipes and ideas each week. But I also want to hear about your experiences too, so send me an email at naomi at nachamsegel.com. You can join my fan page on uh, Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and I have my website, theaussiegourmet.com. You can sign up for a newsletter. And yeah, so if you eat it, share it with me. I love to hear about it. We are at the countdown. There is like two weeks to Pesach. I am knee deep in matzah balls. I'm causing a Pesach panic to everyone. But I just wanted to um, give a shout out to... um, a restaurant I just went to in the five towns. A new restaurant opened maybe two months ago. Uh, a milchik restaurant, which I was so excited about. It's called Cork and Slice. They reached out to me. They said, Amy, come on down. Well, let's do dinner and a schmooze and let's talk about everything. And I'm like, sure. I told my husband, he's like, I'm so happy because I was going to take you out <laughs> and this might be a good place to go. He pulled me out of the Pesach kitchen and went to Cork and Slice. One of the best meals I've ever had. It's dairy, but high-end dairy without being too costly. You're not going to get these crazy, gigantic portions because everything is handmade. They handmake their cheeses. They handmake their pastas. They go to such detail within their food from their plating to the ambience to the attention to detail the waiters give you. So I just, wherever you live in America... And you are looking for a kosher destination restaurant, which I like to call it. You've got to try Cork and Slice. It was really a magnificent meal. And it was very exciting to be pulled out of the kitchen. So, you know, husbands who are listening, your wives are busy. Or maybe you're the Pesach maker in your house. Take some time out. Give your spouse or your partner or your roommate, whoever you're making, whoever's making you Pesach, your mum, your mother-in-law, take them out of the kitchen one night. We've got two weeks before Pesach. They're probably shopping all the time and doing stuff. Just give them a little TO, time out. It just kind of reboots the brain a little bit and uh, you'll, you'll see how much better the food will be and your relationship will be with your friend or someone who you love and care about. That's really important. Another really cool thing that happened to me this week, I got a special delivery from Vermont. I'm thinking, who is sending me something from Vermont? Ben and Jerry's. I'm like, oh my God, that is so exciting. So um, I, I, when the FedEx package arrived, I had a feeling it might be the new Parva ice cream that uh, came out. So if you go onto my Instagram page, Naomi Nachman, you will see I got four different flavors. Two out of the four were outstanding. The other two were good. They tasted like good Parva ice cream. But the two flavors I liked was the coffee and caramel, which I didn't think would go together so well because they're good on their own, coffee and caramel. And together, they were a flavor bomb. So I really like that. And the other one that was really good, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Okay, uh, which one? The fudge. The French one. Did you get it? I got it too. Shashi Best South Manus ever. Oh, right. So yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> so um, um, uh, I just want to give them a big shout out. Um, definitely, I believe they're available at Target. People were asking me where it was, where, you know, I said how I got mine from Vermont. But you can go to your local Target stores or ask your local kosher supermarket. I believe after Pesach Omeglat's going to be getting it in. So be on the lookout for Parva, Ben and Jerry's. So that's super, super exciting. Um, all right. So we got a really exciting show today. I have one of my favorite people in the studio today. She was on maybe a year ago. Yeah, around then. Around, like, the winter time was a little bit chilly still. Right. And we went up to Petite Shell afterwards. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. And we saw Max Brenner there. We took photos. And that was even more awesome. And that was cool, (laughs) right? Um, So I have Shashi Turin, a.k.a. Cooking in Heels. But she's here to talk about a few different projects that she's working on. And her good friend and colleague, Talia. Talia. 
Hi, Talia. Welcome to the show. Talia. Bendel. Bendel. Um, and they're going to talk about their exciting projects, but let's have a quick hello to Shashi. So, hi. How's it going? It's going great. You know, you mentioned about the Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah. So, the other week, I went to Russ and Daughters, and I picked up a babka, and they've been showing how they make, like, babka ice cream sandwiches, and I was planning on doing that for Shabbos with my Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That's a great idea. Isn't that awesome? Okay, sneak peek on my Instagram page. Yeah, you know. so, so make sure you check that out. Because we can still eat chametz and you can make it as chametzy as you can by oh, yeah. eating the babka. I am planning on going how, all out on that. How was the how was the babka? Did you try some from Russ it and was, Daughters? It was really, really good. I mean, it's not like oozy chocolatey kind, but it it's like, it's good. I like the oozy chocolatey kind. Me too. I like them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any babka is a good babka. Uh, that, that is true. I think pomegranate at the Kosher Food and Wine Show, I want to say had pastrami babka or bacon babka. Something like insane with meat in the babka. Really? Gotta get, yeah. gotta get on that. It was good. It was really good. I yeah. really appreciated that. Being a carnivore and, you know, a, a babka lover. So I actually saw babka on TV once or QVC. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. So I got to take home everything off the set. So when I'm done, like I'm not going to leave all that great kosher food behind. <laughs> so I... <laughs> They don't care. Made so a party, they, took it home. So I took it. So I took it. Of course, I leave the production crew a gift and say thank you, and the people who set it up, I leave them the gift of saying thank you. So it's um, that was fun. But yeah, we love the babka and and any yeast cakes. I grew up like Shabbat morning, we would have like chocolate yeast cakes with um, chocolate milk for breakfast. That like uh, so we good. would call them. Oh my God, what did we call them? We called them something Ch- chocolate rugalah. I can't even remember what we called them, but. Big yeasty chocolatey. In in Israel, they had when yeah. I was there. Now in January, we went to Marzipan and all the. Oh my gosh! Stop. The Rogala. My husband course. and I actually went to um, all the different bake shops. Like he said, his his favorite is Mafe Netman, I think. Cafe Netman, yeah. Um, in Gula. Yeah. And I was like, no, Marzipan's ten times better. So what we did is we kept sampling back and forth. It was it was a very um, fattening summer, but. Um, we kept sampling back and forth to see whose was better. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, cool. So, Shosh, what have you been up to besides, you know, what's new on the blog? What's new in the cooking world? Um, tons of great new things. So I've been experimenting with a lot of, like, Asian flavors, which I really, really like. But um, And that's what I've done in the past. But now I'm moving towards Indian-style cooking. Up top, high five. Yay. All right, I love it. I love Indian curry, yeah. coconut. Like, it, you know, but what I found really challenging about it is balancing the spices because sometimes they taste a little powdery, but if you add, like, a little bit of acid, like lemon or, or vinegar, it, like, totally smooths it out, which is great. Okay, what kind of recipes are you making? Like um, curries? Like, I don't know, just every any and everything. Because we don't have kosher really good. That I shouldn't say we sh- we don't have. We have a limited kosher. Right. Um, there's something that's just open in Great Neck. I've got to make. Oh really? My, my, let's go. We should. We should. Yeah. Must. Um, and tagging along. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You're invited. For sure. <laughs> Who wants to join us? We love to eat together. We're all going to be there. All together. Um, I love I love Indian. There's just not enough. There is a place in Connecticut. It's definitely a road trip. Uh, uh, really, really, really authentic. It's it's um, I'm not sure if it's dairy, but it's for sure parv. You know, well, they I eat mostly until, vegetarian. Yeah, anyway. so I think it might. Be, we went there after the JWE conference. I've spoken about it on the radio. Um, Navratara. I'm really bad at pronouncing how they pr- how they say it, but it was. It I was, won't embarrass you. you yeah, yeah, to tell yeah. Me I'll already, look it up. Already, my accent's a little cuckoo. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So nice. Um, everyone who's not following Shashi Turin, please get on her Instagram page. She has like, I don't know. 15,000 followers. It's unreal. She's so creative. But tell everyone why Cooking in Heels came about, how the whole shoe food thing. Um, okay. So, I mean, I've always loved shoes and food. I just never, like, put it together. Um, but the reason why I called my blog Cooking in Heels is because I used to come home straight from work. I'm a nurse by trade, going for my nurse practitioner's degree. Whoa, she's clever too. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and I used to come home straight from working, still in my heels, and go straight to the kitchen. 
and um, I used to cook in my heels. Also, by the way, I could not reach the cabinets without wearing them unless I like <laughs> stood on like several step stools. Right. So I'd be like, I'd be like putting them on anyway, just for convenience purposes. Right? Yeah. How tall are you? A five one and a half. Okay. <laughs> she says that so proud. I'm mini me. Okay. No, you you know you don't seem like you're not so, no, so tall because she's wearing those. I believe heels. good things come in small packages. Oh, they do. Like Look, amen. Look at this. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking at her shoes. I've got it. You always have to follow Shashi because she she cooks amazing. But as we said, she cooks in high heels and she posts really cool shoes. Yes. I I I wish I could say that I that I take more pictures of food than I do of shoes, but I have I think equal amounts of food and shoes in my in my photo library. If there's something that I don't have a lot of, don't judge me on this, but I think it's my kids. <laughs> I don't have enough pictures of them. That's so cute. I have, like, yeah, food, enough. shoes, and, like, eh, kids. Yeah. That's funny. Priority. I, I love them, though. I was, I was actually, uh, I was in Las Vegas a couple of months ago, just passing through town to the airport. We did a bit of a, a national parks drive, um, and we the easiest way when you start off in Phoenix is you drive out through Arizona and... Utah and then home through Vegas. So mm -hmm. um, we were in this hotel lobby and they had a giant shoe. So I took a picture of it and I said to my husband, I'm sending this to my friend Shashi. So I have to actually send you that picture. But like, are you talking about Cosmopolitan? Uh, at a hotel? Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. On the strip? On the strip. Yeah, yeah it was a giant shoe. Cosmopolitan, yeah. I think I got in the shoe. Black Stiletto. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got in the shoe. Yeah, like, you got to. You got to get that picture. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you should all know that every once in a while, Naomi, during her travels, will send me a picture of something with oh, shoes oh. and be like, I, be like, I thought of you, which is the sweetest I, thing. I saw in, in Sedona, in the middle of like Echveld, where I had this shopping strip, and they had menorahs in the window because I guess it was like maybe a month before. Um, Hanukkah, and it was all shoes. So the menorahs, right? And she sent awesome. it to me. I sent that to you, and then yeah. I, I so posted cute. like a menorah blonic. That's very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I I reached out to Shashi because you know it's been a while since she's been on the show, and I had to have her back on. But we were talking about all the different things she's doing. She got Shashi got me involved in this mod movement yes. that she is involved with and I really like was really proud when she asked me and honored and I said let's share this around a little bit it's a little bit you know it's you ask all the food bloggers to to get involved the, right. the from food bloggers. food bloggers and and you'll explain to everyone exactly what the mod movement is and and her friend Talia is with us and we're going to talk about this brilliant idea an inspirational idea that so she had. Talia and I are, are two of the members of our team. There's also Chevy. She owns my mother's amour in Brooklyn. Yay, Chevy. Yay, Chevy. <laughs> and um, what, what happened was that one day um, Chevy came to me and said, you know, um, there are so many influential women on Instagram and that reach so many women throughout the world. And, you know, if we came together and said something important, something worthwhile, then we would be able to really make a difference in the world. So I said, that's a great idea. So we decided to start forming um, this collaborative effort um, of, of everybody. And um, we called it the Mod Movement. Um, Ty has a great explanation for why we <laughs> call it the Mod Movement. It's modern, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bit of like, um, so being, you know, Jewish and we have this, this incredible culture that goes back, you know, uh, goes way, way back. And we have these things that even in our homes, like our, our kosod and our menorahs, like you were saying, they're ancient items and objects that we use in a modern world. We're an ancient culture that has stuck through time and, but we're living and adapting in the modern world. So People may take that for granted sometimes, maybe not, but it just totally is. It's completely apropos to what we do because we are modern women that, yes, with modern women with a, mo a modest vision. Um, modest women. Modest with women modern with a modern vision, vision of right. course. Um, and we're just, you know, sticking to the things that we believe in that mean a lot to us that we want to, you know, spread and help people realize that they can still, you know, do that and, and, and live in a modern world and... Right, and embracing it. And embracing so it, yeah. what we do is basically um, our primary um, platform right now is Instagram just because, you know, that's where 
that's where the future is right now. Right. Um, Even though I think it <laughs> might be changing or something, right? Did oh. we have to turn on notifications? Ugh, don't talk about it. And <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, my gosh. They're changing their algorithms. So, basically, instead of, you know how it, posting times were really important? Posting times. Right. Like, you would have to post a certain time of day to get the most amount of likes. And, I didn't know that. Is that what I'm doing wrong? <laughs> I told you I was going to have to teach yeah, you all I this know, stuff. we have to have a lesson. Okay. Um, so, um, so posting times used to be really important. But um, Instagram figured out that people would never get to the bottom of their feed. So what they do now is based, you turn on your post notifications, you get an alert that your favorite person has posted a picture on Instagram, and then you go to Instagram, and then you like their picture. And based on the amount of pictures that you like, that's how that's how they know what to show up first in your feed. Oh, it sounds complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to go and turn on everybody's notifications? If you, it, well, you don't I have, have to. I follow like a thousand people. <laughs> but only the ones that you really want to see. But I want to see everybody. Okay. That's okay. why I follow them. So it'll show anyway, the ones that you go to the most. Like, it'll know that anyway. Even if you don't put on the notification, if their algorithm is correct, then it'll... Just the ones that you want to see all the time will show up first. So make sure when this algorithm changes, which we don't know when. It was supposed to change yesterday. I didn't see any changes. Yeah. So make sure you do turn on notifications for, let's see, all the food bloggers, Naomi Nachman, Cooking in Heels. Kingdom to Come. Kingdom to Come, which is fashion, right? Yes. Awesome. We'll talk about the little bit. Continue the conversation, but so do that. Okay, that was a little side note because right. we got a little panic there, and, <laughs> and of course the Nachum Siegel Network and Nachum Siegel and Miriam Wallach and whoever else on our group, Nachum Siegel, all the hosts. You do that for for the Nachum Siegel Network because we love you and you love us. Okay, okay, carrying so on <laughs> about the mod movement. So basically, our what we do is every couple months we focus on a different charity that helps women. So, like, Bona Olam, Arnava, Sister to Sister. Um, I've and, heard of those, a lot of them. And, yeah, so we focus on, on one of these charities. And what we do is on our actual Insta Instagram page, we go to the women that run these organizations. And we interview them so you can see kind of, like, what's going on behind the scenes. Where do you do that? Where do you, where do you post that interview? On our Instagram. Okay. Um, for now, we're, we're working on Expanding. a website. Excellent. Um, so we post like a little bit behind the scenes what goes on and we speak about like these women, how they manage to do it all while still giving back so much to the community. You know, like, like we just interviewed Arnava. We spoke about, you know, this woman has five kids. She, she works 24 seven, but she still has time for manicures. Right, so taking care great. of yourself a Make little bit. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, want, we wanted to show that aspect, how women are great and, and they're so um, forward-thinking um, and like the they're able to handle... Like the women yes. in business, in married lives or in from lives, even if they're not married, you know, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, so they're able to handle, like, being from, being modern, and, and being a mitzvah girl. Doing amazing <laughs> things. Sounds a bit corny. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. I know. That's a bit so corny. So they're able to handle that. And also we wanted to show, like, through, um, through speaking to them, what it is that goes on in the day-to-day. -day. Like, things that we don't see, like... The Brooklyn market was was right. just can a we, couple yeah, weeks can we, ago. Can we can we just talk about that? I was really uh, sad I got to miss that, but I yeah. did send in after talking yes. to you. I did do my raffles. I guess I didn't win because nobody called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, know. I think you could check on their website. You know, you know what I say. I won because I gave to Ducker. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's true. I know. I'm <laughs> so corny. Good on the corny today. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, Stick with no, me. but it was it was so sweet that you did that. And um, so at the Brooklyn Market, um, the Brooklyn Market is amazing. But we, I mean, we know we're supporting Arnava, but we don't know what it is that goes on the day to day behind the scenes. What they really do. All right. Yeah. Can you just let's just quick question. What is Arnava? I've heard of it. Okay. I know they have a Pesach program fundraiser. I know they have the Ornava market. What is Ornava? So Ornava is um, an organization that's multifaceted. It has many um, different 
things that they do in order to help women spiritually, emotionally, um, sometimes physically if necessary. Um, they have the, the, the part of it where they, where they empower um, women and, and um, help them spiritually, where they give classes and, and you know, create like a, like, it, they give classes in Brooklyn and they, and they, um, like Shirim or? Like Shirim, but also like Zumba and challah baking. Oh, so beautiful. to create like a community of women. And how do we, is, are they on Facebook? How can we get more information? Or Nava.com or something? Um, or, yeah, I don't know. I think Arnava.com or Arnava.org. Okay. One, one of them. You can Google them. They just do Arnava. Um, they also have a Shidduch initiative. <gasps> they have a school for, I love that. for, um, girls that, um, were, at risk? At risk, and are looking to um, be on the mend. And they also have a, um, they also have, like, like emotional support for, for women, like therapy and, I love and that. like, they do amazing things. Um, so we wanted to tell people about what, what it is that they do because you know there are so many organizations like Ornava that people say I know about that I've heard about that but what did, what did they exactly do? Exactly right what is it? Like, like somebody said to me sister to sister oh don't they like donate clothing to people and I'm like no. No they're a support, they're a support group. group for, wi- for women a, who are divorced. I did a, I did a cooking call uh, rice sushi making maybe three four years ago on a Sunday morning and they had a Shabbaton and I went up and I did a cooking class and there were so many amazing strong or women who are on the path to becoming strong. I don't know what the, you know, healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're all there. And we had, I had an incredible experience with them. That is, it's, I mean, it's amazing what they do. So that's really what the mod movement's about. And the way that we raise, um, we also try to raise funds for these organizations. So the way we do that is um, we pick a fun, trendy way to, um, to get people involved and and raise money, spread so, the word, yeah, and donate, donate, I like yeah, organizations. Yeah, so um, Talia can talk about what we what we just did for our Nava at the at the yeah I, I, yeah. Cause so, thing I missed it, I need a bit of a recap. It, yeah, it was actually my first year, and it was it was incredible. It was wow, like it was amazing, overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> in a good way though. Yeah, um, time sort of flew. Um, so what we did was we reached out to um, a lot of people in the community. We already had um, a bunch of women and um, people that wanted to be involved with the mod movement. So we reached out to them for this specific thing we were doing um, to donate anything that would be, you know, sellable. Um, it could be anything from clothes, sh- shoes, accessories, bags, you know, um, gift certificates, um, so that we could sell it at the market and so we can make money for Ornava. And it was kind of like exciting because it was people's favorite fashion bloggers and stores that were donating things. So it was like an exciting thing to buy. Yeah, it was. Um, we had a lot of people with um, um, big Instagram presences that really made it, you know, the extra mile for us. Um, it's it's about you know spreading the word and 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 the more people that know about us, the more we can do and the more we can reach, right? Right. So um, at this at the market, we we sold. A, a lot of things. A and lot. It was so it was such a nice. What did you sell? Um, well, we sold clothing and accessories, and we also sold caramels for me. Yay! Yay! Because sold out with the foodie. Sold, sold out. out. Sold out. Of course. Um, <laughs> of course. And we had and gorgeous jewelry. Um, um, we had Jay Fetter Jewelers, which was amazing. Their pieces are incredible. And she came. She came up from Florida, and stood there in the booth the entire time. It was beautiful. So sweet. Yeah. Um, and we ended up making close, like, somewhere around $3,000. We haven't tallied it up yet, but some, yeah, somewhere around $3,000 for Arnava. That's, that's beautiful. That's really nice. And every organization did that. All the different shops and, like, um, booths had stuff to sell. Right. All the, all the places, so the market itself was, you know, the stores pay a certain amount to Arnava, and they say, um, so, so that they can get a booth, and then, um, they like there's there were so many women it was it was amazing i'm so sad i wish i could have been there okay we're going to we're going to make basically next year. yeah they sh- they sh- yeah right. there's always next year uh, yeah yeah oh for sure for sure it's going to have to be bigger next year yeah probably. Was, how where was it at the brooklyn expo center so, i don't even know where that is i'm sorry. no it's a, it's like in williamsburg i didn't know where it was 
Oh, like right here over the bridge. Have you heard of that, CK? The Brooklyn Expo Centre? It's by Greenpoint. 72 Noble Street. Yes. Okay. Sounds trendy. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like a very trendy area. Cool. Now, I'm, I'm sitting here and having this amazing conversation, but the girls are actually teasing me because they've got this plate of food that um, I bought in. Tease no more. Yeah, <laughs> teasing, teasing. This is, um, well, I'm still working on the recipe. The taste is all there, but the thing I want it to do is just not happening. Okay, so what do you want it to do? Okay, so these you, are. Yeah, I'm just going to tell when you're watching it, if you're not listening, you can also watch us on YouTube, we have a channel, the Nachum Siegel Net, and Shush is uh, <laughs> going to tease you with this. And me and CK are going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are lavender lemon bars. Lavender lemon bars. So okay. what I want it to do is I want it to be lemon bars with a lavender swirl coming throughout. But basically, it's not happening. Who taught you how to cook? You're a genius. And you're like, you're no so idea. young. <laughs> you're so young. Guys, Shosh is a real young mum. Yeah. You know, she's very accomplished. As we said, she's in the nursing field. And she has two wonderful children and a lovely husband whose Instagram page is cooking in flats. Eating yeah. in flats. <laughs> eating. Eating, eating in flats. Hilarious. So, so um, how did you get the inspiration, lavender and lemon? I never would have. It's. I mean, for me, it's a classic combination. Okay. Okay, so you say, like, I'm really accomplished, and I appreciate that, but only at, like, different things. Like, if you ask me to make you your Xiaomi Kogel, I have no idea how. Okay. Do you know? Do you cook? <laughs> ZK, ZK knows how to cook. Do you do your Xiaomi Kogel? I have no idea how to do he, Oh, he's good. Yeah, I have no. Yeah, so, I like, these things come naturally <laughs> to me. Lavender and lemon is a, a classic pairing. Oh, it is? To okay. me. Okay, but maybe it is. I, I just... But, you know, potato kugel is, like, not within my realm of... Do you know what I had to do for my Pesach customers this year? What? I have, to this date, have made... I'm just going to do a little math here. 29 potato kugels. I have made... Hand-graded? Don't say hand-graded. No, 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 okay, no. Thank no. God. Uh, I have an amazing team who work with me, and we have made 29 potato kugels. 19 potato kugels. I made at my house for private customers. Oh, plus three up six which is the potato cook with the meat in the bottom. Mm. So that really add to the tally, plus another 10. Wow. So, yeah. I don't ever want to look at potato again. No, actually, the truth is I love, for it. <laughs> I love potato yeah. cook. Okay, I am grabbing one of these lemon lavender. What does lavender taste like? For those it tastes like it smells. Relaxing. Okay. Relaxing. So I like the smell of this, They're but I'm very lemon. Sticky. Here's okay. you're going to get it messy, Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sure. Remember when Shashi had to plate them and they were all okay? Yes. And then oh, I was right. like sticky fingers person. Uh, Mizonos. There's flour at the bottom. Uh, hmm. Mizonos. Okay. I haven't made it. You know, with all the recipe cooking I'm doing, everything's shahako because a lot of my stuff is non gabrach So I'm like eating a cake. Right. I've got to say it's really weird to eat a cake and say shahako. Right? Because yeah. they're non gabrach cakes. Yeah. For, it like changes it for you. It's like, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> it's a light. Mm. This is good. So, I'm actually going to hold this up to the camera. Zeke, have we got that? So, this, this is the lavender layer? That, no. So, the it's supposed layer? to be all together, like... Mm. Lemon and then lavender swirl, mm. but it's just not swirling. It's just turning out all purple. Oh my god! What is lavender? Lavender Can you explain that too? is like because I'm not a big baker, so okay. I, I know a lot of our our audience would love to know what lavender is. So lavender is like a it's it's an edible flower, mm. and well, you know, like it comes in all the soap things, but there's actually a culinary grade lavender that you can get. Um, I usually use dried lavender because it's um, easier and lasts longer. But if you want to really get the flavor out of the lavender leaves, what you should do is you should crumble them in, in your fingers before you, before you use it. Like rosemary, you have to do that right. also. Yeah. Okay, I'm having a swig of my drink. My oh, peach snapple, I thought it was lemon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. That was really good. I happen to love lemon. I put 
a lot of lemon in all my dressings. My kids are like, what's with you and the lemon? Right. Um, I'm like all about Great. like lemon. lemon zest, lemon juice in everything. Mm. That was divine. I'm so glad. Divine. Can we find that recipe anywhere? Um, it will be in the Jewish Echo in a month. What's the Jewish Echo? The Jewish Echo. Echo, Echo. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was, that's three corny jokes, sorry. <laughs> it's not a, a corny roll. It's a um, magazine that's in the um, Marine Park area. Okay, Brooklyn. But yeah, but you can find it also. Um, they have a Facebook page with a link to the, to the magazine. Oh, that's very good. I see yeah. you also do some writing for FYR magazine. Yes. I do that I um, with Yitty Danzinger. Yeah, Fabulous. every month. And then I also do some some articles for Bina, which is my my personal favorite because I get to travel around the world. And I really I spend about three months researching each um, place that I'm going to. Really, where are you going next? I I don't even know. I just I just finished an article on Jamaica. It's you were coming out. Okay. No, I didn't. I don't actually get to go there. I thought you said you're traveling around the world. <laughs> oh, the I world. wish. Virtually. I'm like, I'll carry virtually. your bags. <laughs> Girls road trip. Okay, fine. Yeah. So, yeah, virtually. I, so I love I, it. Yeah, I really get into the culture there, the culinary, um, everything that goes on. And I try to make the recipes as authentic as possible, but I make them kosher. I love which that. Which is amazing because a lot of these places, like let's say I did one on Vietnam, a lot of the things they use are like, Pork and and right and fish and whatever. So I, you know, pork and fish together. Before before <laughs> there was kosher fish sauce available, I made up a substitute. How? Soy sauce and Worcestershire. Oh, that's interesting because it has that fishy taste. Yeah. Okay, but you then can't have it with meat. Unless it's well, OU. It's, the, it's like the Jewish brand. Okay, but also you should know, like if the, if you ever see Worcestershire sauce with an OU. It means it's got less than a 60th, so it's bottle bashishim. So right. you can trust the OU on that <laughs> to take care of us. But this was amazing having you guys in. Like, uh, I'm like so excited. We are so thrilled to be here. It's yeah, Naomi's awesome. face makes me so happy. Oh, I say this to so everyone. Cute. Look at her cute that. little Look face. Look at her face. She's so cute. She's so cute. We have like mutual admiration society. Yes. And when you graduate, we've got to do our dinner. We keep saying we're going to go out for dinner. In December? In December. <laughs> You know what? That's not so far away. <laughs> I know. It's really not far, but we've got to talk about going out for Indian girls. Must. Must. Yeah. So we've got to get that on. I cannot believe a half an hour. It just like flies no, by like it's that. Over. Yeah, I know. Oh. Isn't that so sad? We can keep schmoozing. We're going to get uh, the Kleins on. Shifra and Shalmi Klein them. from Joy of Kosher. You are welcome to stick around and say g'day to them. You've also written for them. You and Chaya. Yes. Chef Chaya. We're actually coming out with a new article. It'll be available in a couple Which couple Which months. Which one? On which which um, edition? Not Pesach. No, I think Shavuot. Shavuot. Oh yeah, ah oh, yeah. We're they're doing the photo. Sh- they just did the photo shoot. So yeah, so they're they're gonna be doing a couple salad. We're gonna do some salads, and when Chai and I get together, there's magic that happens. I know that girl's magic, absolute yes. magic. She's hilarious. She is hilarious. So yeah, so you know, follow along all the food bloggers and and the fashion movement. You know, it's funny. I have quite a lot of, I would say, eighty percent of my Feed is um, food. Get it? Feed food. Okay, that's uh-huh. four or five corner jokes. I'm really bad today. Um, but the rest is I fashion. <laughs> but the, it's fat. It's fashion. You know, like I don't go into. Yeah, I like to see what from women are wearing. And like, oh, I wish I could dress trendy like that. It's cute. Like it's if you could put it on, you can pull it off. Uh, do whatever you want. I like that. You need to take me shopping. Let's do it. <laughs> we should do that, and then we'll go out to eat afterwards. Because then we've tied everything in that women love food. And then and we'll make sure that we fit into the clothes before we try them on, instead of after we. Right. Well, yeah. We let's do. Let's do the shopping first, and then we'll go into the fashion. I've got. We just had an amazing. Uh, segment we had uh, Shashi Turin from Cooking in Hills and and are you president of the Mob Movement? Are you guys co-presidents? We are three tribe presidents. How okay, co-presidents. Co- okay, yeah, co-president. Co can be more than two. Yes. Shashi and Shashi founded it, and then I, I they they got me along. After, Ta- but they're the CEOs, I'll say. Taya Bendel, am yes. I saying it right? And yeah. Naomi's on our Mod Squad. I'm on the Mod Squad. If you want to get on the Mod Squad, you should email us at themodmovement1 at gmail dot com. Okay, one like the number. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Thanks, guys, for your welcome to stick around. Uh, this is Table for Two in Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses. 
when quality and flavour matter. I just want to do our What's for Dinner segment uh, by sponsored by our amazing friends at Gourmet Glut before I introduce our amazing guests who are going to be on the phone because they are so super busy right now. Shifra and Shlomi Klein of Joy of Kosher. They are actually preparing. You thought I was ahead of time for Pesach? They're already working on Shavuos. So they're, the, but we're going to talk with them about Pesach, but we're going to, they're working on their Shavuos edition. So they're like way ahead. Like the fashion industry by, the, the fashion industry is always six months ahead. Of, of the next season, so of course Joy of Kosher has to keep up, but we're going to have a little chat with them about the Pesach edition. Um, so our What's for Dinner segment sponsored by Gourmet Gla. Um, I w- I'm actually going to tie in our sponsor to Gourmet Glut's se- uh, uh, segment um, because three brand new cheeses have become available for the public and they are available at Gourmet Glut. Uh, it is a crumbled goat cheese, okay? Shashi's still with me. We're like fainting. Love goat cheese. And goat cheese, by the way, talk about marriage of flavors, goat cheese and beets, roasted beets. But it's it's three years ago. I know. I know. But I cannot get enough of beets and goat cheese, and especially Pesach. People don't think of goat cheese on Pesach and fresh food and... I am so, all about the fresh food on pizza. Right. So goat cheese and, and, and roasted beet salad is a great one. They also have a feta brine, a feta in the liquid, not like just in a packet. I love I love that. Greek salad. Serve a Greek salad. Make a milchik lunch. Chalamoed. Throw some, any kind of salad you want. Crumble in some, uh, the feta in brine. And, of course, when you're traveling around in Chalamoed, grab one of their variety packs. Grab some matzah if you eat matzah with you know, with uh, broths. I don't know. Like some people will eat dry on matzah, not dry on matzah, not in the same mouthful, whatever your minhag is, but all you can just have some plain cheese. So they have a variety tray. So um, you can grab all of those at Gourmet Glatt and Gourmet Glatt's in uh, Cedarhurst and it's in Woodmere and it's in New Jersey now and it's in Brooklyn. So Gourmet Glatt is everywhere selling us fantastic and products and bringing us the latest kosher products as well as I've got the OU magazine uh, right here in front of me so this is a great magazine try to make sure you get a hold of that uh, which will guide you so um, I just want to grab on the phone my very very good friends and neighbours and the most frequented guests on table for two (laughs) hi who's that who have I got on the line hi it's Shifra hi Shifra how's it going hi Shifra it's going great hi I have Shashi here Hi. Oh, hi, Shashi. You know, Shashi's going to um, contribute some stuff to the Schwartz issue. So we're very excited. Yeah, to try we were it. just talking about that, that you're going to be on. Usually I have Shifra in the studio. I always make her come in because she's so much fun to have and she always makes me nice treats too. You can always come to table for two. If you want to come on table for two and cook for me in ZK, just let me know. Naomi at com. Hint, hint. Um, so, um, yeah, we were just talking about that and I was saying that uh, you're so ahead of the game, even though we're going to talk about Pesach for the next 20 minutes, that you're already, you couldn't actually come in before Pesach because you're already working on Shavuos, which I think is amazing. Yeah, but we just got the, the Pesach issue, and I'm, we're so excited about it. I know, it's and amazing. You know what we do? You were talking about fresh ingredients and cooking fresh for Pesach, and that's really what makes Pesach easy. Like, if you focus on just, like, amazing produce and just uh, really cook fresh, um, ingredients and actually the Pesach issue is gluten free because you know we don't really come from Pesach so we take that Good opportunity idea. to do our annual gluten free issue which um, is really really exciting. Yeah, there's there, there's a lot there's a lot going on in that magazine. Um, I I when they sent it to me to prepare my questions, it was still not off the presses yet, so I got a e version of it. Right. Exactly. Yes. So, so um, it's very, very impressive. I just want to congratulate you, the Joy of Kosher team, for the Israel edition. By the way, I believe that was a sellout. You sold every single yes. one. Yeah, it was amazing. Yes. We also had it was like people um, had it for shelf months baskets, and it really got around. Yeah, you did um, good. So yes, it's a magazine that makes such a great gift. I, I want to tell um, you, I, I randomly met somebody, like you know, some person in a restaurant. We're talking, and he recognized me. Came over. We were talking. And he was saying he's planning a trip to Israel and he's reading the Joy of Kosher Israel edition as his guidebook to Israel. 
And I thought that was like, that gave me a lot of nachas. I said, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell the team of oh, Joy Kosher. thank you. That really, so, really is so I, nice I don't even hear. know I mean, the guy's name. He's just hearing consistently about it, so that's great. Yeah, really, uh, congratulations. And I, I hope this, you know, the next edition, I know, is going to be just as successful. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Pesach? So basically, like you were talking, in continuation with the team of Israel, Jamie actually did a feature um, on the World War Historia, so that was, it's really fascinating to read about it because the Waldorf is like this five-star hotel in the center of Yerushalayim that's 100% clock kosher. But what was great about the article was the manager of the hotel, the executive chef, and the pastry chef gave tips for the home cook on preparing for Pesach. They were really, really great tips. Can you share some with us? Or do we have yeah, to buy the magazine? So, You'll have to buy the um, magazine, but we're going to hear a little bit from Shifra. So I'll give you an example. The executive chef um, says to do a salad bar. It's always impressive. People can customize their, their dishes. And that's great for, like, oh, my dear, you're coming back from a trip. You could prep everything before, put it out, and then, like, your whole family could just really enjoy themselves. And you could have some fresh protein to make it a meal. Um, and he also shared an amazing recipe. You're into fish. Nomi, you would love this recipe. Yeah. Everybody. It's uh, carpaccio of beef and tuna and salmon. It was really, really delicious. Carpaccio of beef? Tuna. Oh, beets. Beets. I thought beef. you said beef. I'm yeah. like, oh. What's Pesach without beets? <laughs> Either way, though. We're just good. talking. <laughs> carpaccio, beets, beef. Yeah, yeah. All good. All good. We like Carpaccio means, does it actually mean thinly sliced? I don't even know what the word means. What? Carpaccio. What does carpaccio mean? Oh, I don't know. Um, probably thinly like thinly sliced. Thinly sliced. We're going to have to Google that. If anybody's listening out there, just send me an email if they already know. Naomi at nachamsegel.com. We're going to Google it after the show. But, yeah, yeah, I like to hear back from everyone. Okay, what else? What else is cool? We did um, some recipes from Sobe. The South Beach Fruit and Wine Festival is this annual really, really, like it's the, the hottest food show of the year. Um, and it's uh, Food Network is involved and Food and Wine magazine. And uh, Chef Yosef Schwartz of Hustle Hipster organized a kosher. Um, so during Sobe Fest, people go to different dinners and demos. And one of the dinner options that were available was an Exploring Israel dinner. It was fully kosher, uh, first time ever. Uh, that, so that is was really so cool. cool. So we wrote about it. Um, I- we interviewed the chef, Alon Shaya. He's a James Beard nominee from um, his restaurants, um, and also Michael Solomonov and Michael Solomonov shared this amazing, amazing salad that's great for Pesach. I love those guys. I love them. They don't have kosher restaurants, but they're in Israel. I know, and they, but Michael shared some amazing, amazing recipe you could um, from his new cookbook, Sahab. So oh. He shared a great recipe have you got the for book? Pesach. Sahab. Yeah. I want to get Sahab. It's I a great cookbook. Like I really... Yeah, it's mostly kosher, so... Okay, like Ottolengi, mostly <laughs> kosher. No octopus, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, and then, well, quinoa is a really cool ingredient for those who use it. Um, it's really exciting. We have an amazing salad with quinoa. Yeah, I, I, I use quinoa. I think people are doing using quinoa flour now, so that's another yeah, big yeah. trend. Um, Pereg is now making quinoa flour. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, you know what that Perig sent me? Banana flour. No way. And uh, did it work? How did it work? I don't know. I'll give you some to help me experiment. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> banana flour. Oh, that was interesting. That is interesting. Is it plantain flour? Or I don't it like, know. It's a banana flour. Shifra, I'm going to come over and I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it actually came to oh, me on Purim so and it wasn't kosher to Pesach. So I can't do anything with it till after Pesach. But I thought, like, let's have – we should have a contest, what to do with banana flour. I'm thinking muffins. That's very cool. Muffins or something. Like, yeah. I'm not a big baker, so I'm going to be playing around with that. If you have some ideas, please email me at naomi at nachamsigl.com to get, get us all going with banana flour. But you can use quinoa flour on Pesach. Just exactly. You have so to make sure very, it has the – um, and another cool um, thing to use on PSF is a spiralizer. Um, yeah. We used it last year already, but we have some more um, recipes using the spiralizer. And it's just a fun way to add texture and excitement to <laughs> the vegetables that you're using. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to uh, the Doral uh, run by Ram Caterers for Pesach. I'm going to be giving cooking classes and I'm going to be doing a spiralizing class. 
And oh, one of the well, recipes Mary. I did last year, I totally gave Tamar Genga the credit because it was her recipe, but we did the fettuccine Alfredo with zoodles and nice. for Pesach, and everyone loved it. And it was, it was an incredible recipe. So you can go check yeah. out that recipe from last year. And, of course, I think you had spaghetti bolognese for this year. Yes, yeah, so we have spaghetti bolognese, which is amazing. Um, and then from our last year issue. So definitely worth um, subscribing. I'll just tell your listeners um, that they can go on joyofgrocery.com forward slash magazine. And if you're going anywhere, you're visiting family. It's also a great gift. It's a host, it's a hostess gift. Yeah, no, it's a great gift. I, yeah. I've, I've, I've give it, given it before as a gift. You know, it's um, and how many issues do you give a year now? You're producing a year six. It's, it's six a year, um, and it comes out like a nice amount of time before each yamta. So it really helps you plan and give you some fun ideas for yamta. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, what, what was really cool? Did you see the salt the salt block in the issue? Oh my god, I was going to talk to you about that, but a couple of months ago, I was I was uh, away and and I was at a friend's house, and she got a salt block as a as a um as a gift and she didn't know if it was kosher. So she asked yes. me and I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so so I saw did, you have we about only it. We work with the we always um ask the okay our, our questions. Okay. And the okay said that if it's pure salt, it's totally fine and it's also kosher for PayPal. So what do you do with a salt slab? Can you so give us some suggestions? Salt slab is so I mean it's really cool, it's multi purpose. Um we put um we put slices of salmon on it. And the more it sits, the salt um, starts sort of like melting into the salmon. It cures the salmon. The salmon was like a quick, it was like a quick cure of salmon. Uh-huh. Um, the, the tuna, we put tuna on it. So the thinner the pieces of um, protein or vegetables that you put on it, the quicker it gets, um, the quicker it gets, the more salt it absorbs. So it can't sit on it for too long. People also put it in the oven or on the grill get it nice and hot. You can then use it to, like, quickly cook beef or chicken. Um, there's really a lot you can do with it, and it's really cool. It's just, like, something fun to bring to the table. Yeah, it sounds so interesting. Where, do, where does one buy one from? Um, you know, good old Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Love Amazon for those yeah. hard-to-find ingredients. Sometimes Gourmet Glock can't get something in, um, or it's unavailable through their distributors, and just go to Amazon.com. They will try very hard for you. They will fight tooth and, neck, tooth and nail for you. But once in a while, there's something that, or they're out of stock or something, but you just go to Amazon. It's amazing. For everything. Yeah. Um, okay, what else What else can you share we with us? We also did, um, Rifka Caroline, she's a personal organizer, a professional organizer. And she did a countdown. So our magazine comes out three weeks before Pesach. So she did a three-week countdown to a three-week Pesach. I loved that. And, loved yeah, that. Was really that was fantastic. Of just what you can do. You know, the more you plan, the more organized you are. And the best thing I loved was Michael Solomon. We interviewed him, and I love what he said. He said, you know, at the end of the day, it's just food. You know, just everyone should, you know, just relax and have fun with it. Um, and, you know, it should just be about getting together and enjoying Pesach rather than stressing about the food. And so the recipes in the magazine are also, you know, they're not so, they're, many of them are simple. We have um, a two-ingredient rinse. It's amazing. Um, it's, I'll, I'll share it with your listeners. It's basically just wrapping um, a roast, like a rib roast or a silver tip roast with bacon, uh, with jacked bacon, and um, just roasting it in the oven. And it's amazing. It's that two ingredients. So and so it's you take, incredible. So I just want to, I'm just trying to picture this. I take a, a, what, a silver tip, you said? Yeah, it could be a silver tip and or a rib roast. But what we did was silver tip is economical. It's a nice piece. Exactly, and rib roast is the most expensive. Right. We did a, a comparison between the most expensive roast in each category and the least expensive. Yeah, and the, the difference between it. So we did a brisket, we did a top of rib, we did a silver tip, we did a rib roast, um, and we did the same recipe with each category. I so have that we really tell Schiffer that was brilliant, 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 brilliant that you did that. Yeah, the same recipe really on fun. four or five cuts of meat. Okay. I'm in awe. So, I'm so yeah, happy you and did so that. this yeah. recipe is you just take the steak and slices, wrap it around the roast, you preheat your oven to 425, 450. High, yeah. Um, and you roast it for about a half hour on the high temperature, lower it to 350, and roast it for an hour, and then let it rest, and you slice it. And the, the steak, it imparts a really cool flavor into the meat, like exactly the right, you know, amount of salt and 
and flavor. You didn't have to use really, any really other delicious. ingredients? You didn't have to use like a mustard powder or must or was paste addition? I mean, you addition. could. By the way, Dijon would be really good with that, but you don't have to. It's a very simple recipe. So it's, it's literally like meat with meat. That's the only other ingredient. Exactly. That's a very good exactly. way to go. I love that. That's yeah. so simple and Shepherd, easy. How does the meat turn out? Does it turn out more steamed because it's wrapped in the bacon, or does it turn out like with a crisp crust because of the fat from the bacon? So, yeah, so because you're, you're putting the bacon around it, like you said, and it has the fat, I also, when we did it, I was thinking, is it going to get that nice roasted edge? Mm-hmm. And it did. It really got a nice crust around it. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. So in, now, you know, with different cuts of meat, need to be cooked mm-hmm. at different temperatures, right? Some are low and slow, some are high exactly. and then low. But you did them all the same way. Did you see a difference in the um, texture of the meat? So we did We, we did um, the meats that have to be cooked low and slow, we cooked low and slow. Oh, so you we, cooked I it accordingly. I did, I did the quick and high heat meats, and then we did the low and slow meats, and we did each one differently. In, in terms of cooking, but the ingredients were the same. The, no, so the, the 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 high and low, the the like the silver tip and the rib roast, we cooked the same, mm-hmm. and then the first tempered skin and the and the top of rib we cooked differently. Okay, so it's yeah. different, like you mentioned, you can't cook them all the same. Right, right, because right. brisket you can't cook for an hour, be gross. Yeah, brisket you cook for an hour, you have rubber. So right, right, so interesting. How you know every meat? So make sure you 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 know that when you do start preparing your meat. Um, I want to just share a tip. The, if you try to cook things in double and freeze, I don't know how well this this recipe would freeze because it doesn't have a sauce. But if you are cooking for Pesach, double it and freeze. Yeah. So you have one for first days, one for second days. It's so much less exactly. overwhelming. And meats that you freeze, your... like meats that you cook low and slow, are really, really good for freezing. Like they're amazing. They taste better. Yeah. True. Like soups, like stuffed soup. cabbage, meatballs. Mm-hmm. And, and don't forget to label what you free, what you froze because otherwise you'll never be able to know what it is. Oh, my gosh, that is such a good tip. I have so many pans in my freezer, I don't know what they are. Right, no. because you put your leftovers in the freezer on Shabbos and you can't write. It's like three months and you're like, what I think I said this it? last week maybe even. I'm like, what is this? What is the bride? Mystery meat for dinner. Like sometimes I'll <laughs> scratch the top and taste it or smell it to see if I'm getting, you know, is it something I made for a fish sauce? Or is it, you know, like meatballs? You can't tell. So, yeah, yeah try to, you know, you can't always on Shabbos, you know, pre-prepare labels. You don't know what you're going to freeze. Right. But, yeah. Okay, any any uh, other things that you can share with us about Pesach cooking or tips or from the magazine? Um, I mean, there's so many things to think about. And also, I think that, you know, um, like you mentioned about cooking with dairy ingredients, that's really, really exciting as well. And it adds, like, just a different elements. We have a delicious, um, excellent rollatini. And also, there's a lot of, like, different, like, wine cocktails you could do. I love um, that idea. Yeah. Can we do it for the, for the four cosos? <laughs> Probably not, right? <laughs> that would that be good. good, by the way. I know. Right? <laughs> good I'm going to tell that we to Jay, did, Jay we did, like, a either, like, um, we spoke to, um, Gabriel Geller at Royal Wine, and he actually gave us, like, a whole guide on how to taste the wine for the Seder. Mm -hmm. So, like, how to start, like, light and, like, end up, so sort of, like, make the Seder wine experience, like, sort of a wine tasting. Right. We're going to have. So that was really fun. We're going to have Jay Bookspam on next week's show. So, oh, um, excellent. We're going to so talk really about. Yeah, he's the, he's the maven, maven. Not that um, Gabriel's not. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, but um, he's going to come in the studio and pour us some wine to drink. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll stop by. And then yeah, another right? great tip that we have is you know, when you're serving like um, a heavy roast or chicken, it's nice to add something light and fresh. Okay. Um, so, we did um, some gremoladas, which is like. Like um, herbs with some zest and garlic, or we even did one with pineapple and herbs, and you just serve that with like a roast that's like heavy. It really cuts through the richness. It adds something like really exciting, and um, it's impressive and it's easy. I love that. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Yeah, 
I'm getting That's really good. Yeah, like sometimes I wish I was going to be home so I could do some of my own cooking. Don't get me wrong, I'm totally appre- appreciating <laughs> that I'm going to a hotel and the best. I, Ram, I think you're the best, and you know you are. Um, but to be, you know, the food was is definitely incredible. And if you haven't, you know, if they're not, I'd, I'm not sure if they're sold out. I'm, I don't, I have, don't do the business end. But if you want a last minute getaway, come join me. You're gonna have a great time. Cool. Okay. Well, I, I can fit in your suitcase. Yeah, you you probably could. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Shashi with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a very exciting time, Pesach, and and uh, we we you know I kind of like a, a couple of days before Pesach. You know, I'm done either if I'm staying home or if I'm going away, and kind of enjoy the day with my girls. We'll either come to Manhattan and go eat in a nice restaurant. You know, to get away from the kitchen a little bit. Don't forget, I start months before, so I'm tied to a little break. Or we go shopping and we get new shoes and new clothes or, you know, nothing too expensive. I'm a big fan of the sale rack. You should just know that. Big fan of the mm-hmm. sale rack. But, you know, it's such a nice hug and I'm sure all the boys, you know, the clients have got boys. You've got one of each, Shashi, right? One, one girl, one boy. So I've got all girls. I just, you know, everyone gets new yarmulkes and new tits and clean up shoes. And, like, it's such a nice hug. I, you know, I go with my husband it to the really liquor is. store. Like my birthday is this year on Pesach. Oh yeah, it doesn't yeah. usually fall on Pesach. No, this year it's late. So, so late this year. I know. I know, right? We're gonna come back. I'm um, come back from Florida like in May. <laughs> yeah. From Pesach, it's like. But that means Shavuot is gonna be like the last Beautiful. week of June. Very late. Beautiful. It's gonna yeah. It's gonna be very hot. Yes. Sh- Shifra, you got some good stuff going for Shavuot also. I hope. Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay, cool. It's been amazing talking to you, Shifra. So just yes, get, again, thank you so much. make sure you follow Joy of Kosher Magazine on Instagram, right? It's Joy of Kosher Magazine yes. on Instagram. And turn yes. on those notifications. Uh, uh, um, Shifra, um, Shashi gave us a bit of a lesson on the new upgrading algorithms of Instagram today. Oh, yeah. Oh, so cool. You should check that out. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll Shifra, listen to it. I'll listen back to it. <laughs> Shifra's also a part of our the mod movement, which oh. we're really proud of. Thank it's, you, Shifra, for joining. Yeah, sure. Great. <laughs> it's it's very cool. I, I like that all the women are coming together, you know, like yeah. girl power, all that all that good stuff. Totally. All right. Thanks, Shifra, for joining me today. And I okay, know that you're super you so busy uh, at the photo shoot for uh, your Shavuos edition, but we all about Pesach today and get your latest Joy of Kosher magazine at your local kosher supermarket, Judaica store, Online, subscribe. It's out there for you. Get inspired. Get cooking for Pesach. Yeah. Thanks, Shifra. Okay, take care. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, that was Shifra Klein, Joy of Kosher. Shashi, I'm so glad you stuck around. My pleasure. Yeah, this has been a fun show. Like I was, I was, um, you know, it's always hard to. I make sure that I get away from the kitchen, and you know, you think that I'm always talking about my little escapes, but really, it, it is little escapes from the kitchen. Because this is, I love, I love cooking for Pesach, and I love being part of everybody's Seder meals and that I cook for. Like I feel like I've got 18 Sedarim to go to, yeah. which I feel like I'm there with Almost them. Like Eliyahu Hanavi. Right? Yeah. I drink as much as Eliyahu Hanavi. <laughs> house, house. No, 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 not really. Um, but I'm really glad you got to stick around. We got to talk a lot about Pesach and yeah. the mod movement, really supporting each other and and. Um, Talia's great. She's great. She's so trendy. She's such good energy now. She's great. Thank you for bringing her in. I love to look at at the fashion. She's super trendy. So make sure you follow her Instagram as well, Kingdom to Come. Kingdom to to Come. come. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, of course, Cooking in Heels, who bought us some delights. I'm just going to show this up. I'm going to take a picture, put this on our Instagram page. Yeah. Okay. We've got some good lunch today. All right. (laughs) So, uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. We've got uh, Jay Booksbaum next week. And the, the, the biggest cookbook author, co- kosher cookbook author, maybe one of the biggest kosher cook, not kosher, not only kosher, but <sighs> how do I put this? Um, she has probably, she has nine to ten cookbooks, nine of uh, kosher palette, uh, kosher by design and one of kosher palette. So, that's ten cookbooks. I don't know how many authors have actually written 10 cookbooks kosher or not. That's what I was trying to say. So, um, ZK, um, yeah. 
Uh, so she's going to be joining us next week on uh, by phone to talk about her book and the culinary camp that she's working on. So uh, make sure everybody tunes in to next Friday's show. She's seeing how I'd look with the red nose. Oh, that's right. You're so cute. She has a red microphone. Um, thanks for joining us. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Thank Siegel. Thank you so much for having me on, Naomi. You're coming back soon. Yes. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavor matter. Um, Catch us on the archives, uh, nachamsegel.com. Listen to us on uh, anytime you want. Shabbat Shalom. Our show is sponsored by our friends at Kerem. Right up until Lichbenching, we got music sponsored. But yeah, I think I got that right. Did I get that right, CK? Shabbat Shalom. Bye.